Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're in the book of John and looking at one of the, one of my favorite accounts. I know I say that all the time, but this really is one of my favorite accounts. And what we see from the truth of this account. And in John 4, we have what we, uh, in churches, we usually call the woman at the well. And in the last episode, we dealt with the first their first meeting, this woman and Jesus. So let's recap that real quick. In uh, verse 7, it says this. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Therefore, the Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink, since I am a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. And that last part, for Jews have no dealings with Samaritans, is actually in parenthesis. So the woman didn't say that. Uh, John has given that to us as information uh, where we can know the context. It's interesting how this woman keeps being described as a Samaritan woman, a Samaritan woman, a Samaritan woman, and that she herself said, why are you asking me for a drink since I have two strikes against me? First of all, I'm a Samaritan, and second of all, I'm a woman. And so in the last episode, we talked about how, uh, you know, I wish we had the uh, body language sometimes of these things because it's like, was she being a little snarky? Was she being a little defensive? Was she being really inquisitive? Was she being bashful and shy? Was she shocked that Jesus was actually uh, talking about it, talking to her? Uh, You know, what was going on? Well, we really don't know, but we can tell by Jesus's response some things, okay? So verse 10 starts off, Jesus answered. So this is Jesus's response. So before I read this, I just want to sort of set maybe a mindset within us about how we're to respond to things. How do we respond when somebody uh, is talking to us and they're defensive or they're smart mouthed or they're snarky? You know, how is it? Do we get defensive on behalf of the Lord? Uh, trust me, the Lord does not need us to be defensive on his behalf. Now, he needs us to defend the truth, and we need to be able to defend the truth at all times, but not be defensive. What if she was just so hurt by the things that had happened in her life? Because we're going to see what that is later. That she could barely lift her eyes up to him. What if it was, you know, how, how could you ask me for a drink since I'm a Samaritan woman? What if she was so beat by life, how would you respond to her? And I just find this very interesting because regardless of what the woman's response was or the manner of her response or the state of her heart, what Jesus said was correct. (laughs) Shockingly, right? What he said gives us such insight into how we are to respond. So listen to what Jesus said. Jesus answered her and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, give me a drink. You would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Let me read that again. If you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would give have given you living water. Jesus is doing several things here. One of them is, hey, if you just really knew who I am, 
okay, then you would be asking and you would be responding and doing things a little differently. If she was of sort of a defensive, snarky type of thing, then Jesus is saying, if you really knew who I am and what I have to offer, you'd be asking of me rather than me asking of you. If she was sort of beat down and wouldn't even look at him, it was just uh, uh, you know sort of a frightened uh, person, he would say, if you knew who I was, you would be looking up here and you would be seeking the living water. So what does Jesus do? The same way he did Nicodemus. You know, Nicodemus comes and says, we all know that you're a great teacher, Rabbi, and this and that, and that you have to be of God because of these great miracles that you're doing. Um, he was trying to engage Jesus in a particular kind of conversation. Jesus was having nothing to do with it. He said what? You must be born again. And that just drove daggers into the heart of Nicodemus in a good way, okay? Here, this woman who is drawing water, this woman who has just been approached by a Jewish man who normally would not even acknowledge her presence, okay? This man was asking for a drink. What is Jesus doing? He's using the pitcher of the water. He's saying life-giving, living water. So verse 11, here's her response. She said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? She listened to him. She heard what he said and what he was speaking about with the water and the life-giving water and the gift of God. And if you knew who I was, and she heard what he said about that you would have a little different mindset here. And so she's thinking, as we all would have, Okay? This living water, because water is life. And particularly when you're having to go haul it day in and day out to, to procure water for your daily needs. And she's looking and she realizes, wait a minute, this man doesn't have anything to draw. What's he talking about? So she just, you know, she just addresses it. She says, where are you getting this living water since you don't have anything to draw from the well? And then she says this in verse 12. And this might give us some insight into what her heart is because of how she sort of follows herself up. <laughs> Verse 12, she says, you are not greater than our father Jacob, are you, who gave us the well and drank of it himself and his sons and his cattle? Now, was she saying that again, like, you're not greater than our father Jacob, you know, as sort of a uh, humorous accusing kind of thing? Or was she saying it as this really, really broken person? Well, you're not greater than him, are you? The one that gave us this well to drink from, you know, his sons and his cattle? I find that interesting. Let me read it again, verse 12. You are not greater than our father Jacob, are you, who gave us the well and drank of it himself and his sons and his cattle? Remember, she's a Samaritan woman. In the eyes of the Jews, at best, she was a half-bred, rebellious pagan, okay? They had nothing to do with the Samaritans. We just saw that two verses before. But now she's saying what? It is our father. She's claiming heritage with Jacob, which is the line of the Jews. And she's correct. They had that heritage. But she's claiming that. She's not going to lay that down. Okay, She says, you're not saying you're greater than, than him. So let me, uh, oh, gosh, our time's flying by. I'll tell you what, let, let, let me do this. I'm going to read Jesus' answer. And then we'll pick it up next time, okay? Jesus' response to her is verses 13 and 14. And it says, Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst. But the water that I will give him will become 
in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. The Lord is giving one of the most profound directed teachings on what true salvation is and what happens to us. Later on in the encounter, he's going to give uh, his major teaching on what true worship is. And he does it with a Samaritan woman who was an outcast of her society, who was just on the way about doing a daily deed of getting water. How many people are going through life day by day right now that are waiting for an encounter with the Most High God in like fashion? That encounter, folks, will come through me and through you. If we're willing, if we will allow the Lord to do it, if we will have eyes to see and ears to hear what the Lord wants to do, people will be transformed day by day by day. Uh, let us determine to do as the Lord leads us in doing that, okay? We'll pick this up in the next episode. And meanwhile, thank you so much for being with me. Again, pass the word. I so appreciate it. Every time I mention about passing the word about these podcasts, we get a little bump in the number of people that download and listen. So I thank you for that. And so I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.